Welcome to the God and Cancel Culture podcast. I'm Stephen Strang. And you know, because I've told you before, that this is the podcast I created separate from my Strang Report podcast to try to draw attention to the book. Often the same podcast is on both sides. So you may have listened to this on the Strang Report. Today's podcast is a little different. I was on Newsmax recently to talk about the book. I was on with a Catholic priest named Father Leo. We talked about the news of the day, which was the the abortion, the anti-abortion law in Texas that the Satanists were attacking because it said it violated their freedom of religion because uh, human sacrifices are part of their religion or something. It was just horrible, horrible. And then we also talked about the burning of Catholic churches. It caused me to opine and also to assign a story on Charisma News. I did a Strang report, and then I thought, hey, we talked a little bit about cancel culture. I, I, as I say in the podcast, I believe that downplaying the horrific nature of these uh, fires and the press kind of ignoring them and the civil authorities almost acting like they don't exist, that is an example of the cancel culture. So I hope you will stay tuned to listen to my podcast in full that was originally on the Strang Report. And then I hope it will encourage you to buy the book. The easiest place is stevestrangbooks.com, although you can get it many other places as well. So here is my Strang Report, and all the way at the end of it is the interview on Newsmax. Welcome to the Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm just sharing my thoughts and some of the news as a result of being on with Newsmax with Father Leo Patalinghung. He is a priest member of a community of consecrated life. Uh, it's got a Latin name that I'm not sure I'm going to say it right. Voluntas D, the will of God. He has a diverse background as an award-winning chef, radio and TV host. It gives him a unique perspective on ministry and family life. Uh, he's a founder of a ministry called Plating Grace. It's a, fan, a fun, family-focused, dynamic ministry seeking to bring about a future of stronger families, closer relationships, and a deeper understanding of Jesus as food for our mind, body, and soul. And I found him to be an interesting guest, and uh, we talked about a couple of things. One was that there are Satanists who are suing the state of Texas over this new law that bans abortion when there is a heartbeat of a fetus. You know, they asked us to comment on it, and we each did. I've gotten permission to use the short segment, which if you stay tuned till the end, uh, you can listen to it. But the main thing we talked about was these churches being torched, and the fact that there's so little being said about it, in a way, is an example of cancel culture. And you know, to an extent, this is not new. In an earlier era, racism in America where maybe uh, there were lynchings, uh, there wasn't much about the lynchings in the press. 
you know, the people that did it didn't want anyone to know that was happening or else there would have been a big uproar. And even at my career early in, in my 20s, when I was a reporter for the newspaper here in Orlando that at the time was called the Sentinel Star, now it's called the Orlando Sentinel, I was on the police beat. There were accidents at Disney World with the monorail running into the back of a monorail and they refu- the Sentinel refused to report it because Disney didn't want it reported. Believe it or not, I saw it with my own eyes and heard it with my ears. They thought it would be bad for business. Also, there was some uh, racial tension. It was a small riot in Orlando. This was not too long after segregation was ended here in, well, in the United States. Of course, here in Florida, it would have been less than 10 years after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. And they didn't want people to think that there was racial unrest in America. That was cancel culture at the time, but we didn't talk about it. Now these churches are being torched. Catholic statues are being defaced. Spray paint like at St. Patrick's in New York City. Here in Florida, this happened about a year ago. Some man crazy man he had to be crazy took his car and drove it into a catholic church in ocala florida not far from where i live and set the church on fire and you know yes it was reported but it was very minor and some of these other reports i hadn't even heard about myself in fact before the program when they said what we're going to talk about i went online and studied some of it and agreed. In fact, I made this point, as you'll hear if you listen to my interview, that this is kind of an example of cancel culture. And it's there are people who are anti-God, anti-religion, anti-church, who feel that, well, if Christians are, you know, if this happens, well, it's too bad, you know, maybe we don't approve of it, but there's not going to be any outcry. I think that Christians need to stand with our Christian brothers. And I made the point in the interview that I'm a Protestant. I'm not even Catholic, but I think this is horrible. I think it's horrible. And I would have, I would have the same reaction, frankly, if it was a synagogue or a mosque. It is just, we cannot tolerate this in our democracy. And we're going to be reporting on it in charismanews.com. Uh, but, you know, Catholics are frustrated. There, there are increasing attacks on churches, and they largely go unnoticed. And, you know, there's a report here in the Washington Times just a couple of days ago that houses of worship have been torched and hit by gunfire, statues smashed and defaced repeatedly over the last 18 months. But Catholics are having a hard time getting anyone to notice, including the authorities. In fact, uh, someone said that there have been no arrests in these The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops reported 93 incidents as of August 24th in 28 states since May of 2020. It includes arson, statues beheaded, limbs cut, smashed, painted, gravestone defaced with swastikas and anti-Catholic language and American flags next to them burned. I mean, we could go into a lot more in our article, did, but... Coptic Christians in Egypt have been under attack for years. We've reported that, although it's largely not unknown, but it's relatively recent that churches in America have been attacked like this. 
And I believe that it's a part of an anti-God, the Bible would call it anti-Christ spirit. And, you know, these are hate crimes. There are people who decry hate crimes that I don't believe are hate crimes, like calling a transgender person by the wrong pronoun. There are people that are trying to get that to be a hate crime. I think what happens is it, it takes away the meaning of the word and makes it almost seem trivial. But this is a hate crime. These are people who hate Catholics, who hate the church, who hate God. And I think all of us must speak up in our own way. There's a lot more than can be said and should be said. I'm actually trying to get an interview with Father Leo. Eventually, I think we'll probably be able to track him down. I'll get him to be a guest on the Strang Report. But I didn't want to wait till then to get this online on Charisma News and to add my voice, my opine, to how evil this is how horrible it is, how we cannot allow this. There should be an outcry. There should be an outcry. You know, I remember when there was an outcry when kind of the Black Lives Matter protests right after the tragic death of George Floyd, and there were protesters outside the White House. They were trying to kind of humiliate Donald Trump. And he went across the street. There was a church that was burned, uh, thankfully, they were is a historic church right across the street from the White House by uh, Lafayette Park. And he took a Bible with him and held it up. And people snapped his picture. And there was an outcry that why in the world would Donald Trump hold up a Bible? He's trying to use the Bible. He's trying to this. He's trying to that. Interestingly, somebody found a picture in the files of Bill Clinton being photographed, holding up a Bible, and there was no outcry at all. But there was such an outcry that the BBC in England did an interview with me as an evangelical leader. We did it on Skype. They wanted to know what my attitude was about that. I said, as a Christian, I would like all the presidents to hold up the Bible. I believe it's the Word of God. It shows respect for the Bible. I said, I can't second-guess why Donald Trump did it. I think he's trying to show make a statement that he is kind of for religion, good for him. But the reason I bring it up is there was an outcry over that and barely an outcry over these burnings of Catholic churches. And also back at the time, there wasn't really an outcry that these protesters, these leftists, whatever you call them, were burned that church. You know, thankfully, they put, put out the fire pretty quickly. But it's just we live in a crazy, mixed-up world. And it just shows us what, and, and we're not the first generation to have live in a crazy mix-up world. You know, to some extent, this is just because of the sin nature of man. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. It's the story told in the Bible. That's why Jesus had to come to earth to die, to redeem mankind from the curse of sin. Uh, this is just one more example. But I wanted to go on record is saying, I stand with my Catholic brothers and sisters decrying this and trying to call attention to it in my own way on the platform that God has given me. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned and hear the interview. I think you'll find it interesting. That was on Newsmax, uh, in which uh, Father Leo and I talked about the things that I mentioned. 
Welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show. We are seeing a major rise in hate crimes against Catholic churches across the country. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops reported over 93 incidents in the past year and a half. This includes arson, statues beheaded, limbs cut off, smashed and painted, gravestones defaced, swastikas and anti-Catholic language, and, and American flags next to those uh, headstones being burned. Joining me now is founder and CEO of Charisma Media and author of God and Cancel Culture, Stephen Strang. Also with us is Catholic priest and founder of PlatingGrace.com, Father Leo Patlinghug. Welcome to you both. Father, we'll begin with you. These hate attacks on Catholic churches are being largely ignored by, 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 the, by the police. Our country is becoming increasingly hostile towards anything that represents the Judeo-Christian ethic. Troubling? No? It's incredibly troubling, but it's something as par for the course for Catholics. We are told that we are to forgive our enemies, and obviously there are many of them. We also know that we are going to be people of persecution because we stand up to the truth and evil, and evil is becoming more incarnate these days. They don't like it when we shine a light on them. The immorality is astounding. But I also want to just encourage our Catholic Church to be able to stand up, especially Americans, uh, American Roman Catholics, to be able to stand up and say that we do have a First Amendment freedom that gives us the, re the, the ability to, to not only practice our faith, but to be, actually be proud of it because of all of the good work that the Catholic judge does for society, whether you're Catholic or not. And so the insults and the attacks, it's insulting, but we know that we have to carry our cross and forgive them. And you can definitely see the the hand of the dark one at play in today's society. Stephen, your new book hit store shelves yesterday. It details how conservatives and people of faith are being silenced in our nation. How much is inspired or related, do you think, to the godless Democrat Party? And what are faith leaders doing to push back? Well, you know, there's something going on in our culture that is just anti-God, period. And it's manifested in many ways. I believe that cancel culture is really an attempt to cancel Christianity, ultimately. And I make that argument in God in uh, uh, God and cancel culture. I think what's happening with these churches is horrible. I thought the father said it very, very well. I'm uh, Protestant, but I'm I'm uh, horrified that this happened. An attack against any church is an attack uh, against all churches, and we all must stand up. We must decry it. The problem is that the cancel culture wants to even silence our voices, speaking like this, acting like it didn't happen, or acting like uh, it's not important. It's kind of like what happened in California during the pandemic. Uh, people could riot, burn buildings, but churches were non-essential. You could go to Costco or Walmart, but if you went to church, you were going to be a super spreader. It's, it's an attack against Christianity. It's an attack against God. And the Father is right. We must stand up. My book says we have to stand strong before it's too late. Gentlemen, I've, I've got about a minute, minute and 15 seconds left, so I want you both to give me some short responses to this. And Father Leo, we'll start with you. The Satanic Temple's lawyer has, has teamed up, rather, with the Democrat Party opposing the Texas heartbeat law. They argue that abortion is their sacrament, a ritual for them. It is true you can see Satan's hand at work through what's going on in the world right now with, with the, the Democrat Party's attack on babies in the womb. Is the church, in your estimation, doing enough to push back on this? 
I don't think anybody is doing enough on this, whether it be church members, church leaders, or politicians. We have to come together and realize that there are some common objective truths. And when you have the killing of an innocent unborn child, and people say it's just a fetus, that's just a Latin term for small person. So I think people need to learn a little bit of Latin as well as science. Then we'll be educated that the reason why we are destroying our country and lives is because we're not respecting life where it begins. And so, yes, we must stand up. We have to be civil. We have to be peaceful. But we also know, as, as our other guest said, the cancel culture wants to create a new type of martyrdom. If they're not going to kill your person, they will kill your reputation. And we have to have Christians yeah, willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, and Stephen, about that, you know, if you're teaming up with the Satanists, aren't you playing for the wrong team? You know, I think that the fact that this would even be in the news shows how low our society has gone. Uh, it would have been unthinkable to have played up the Satanists as a religion. And uh, actually, human sacrifices, if that's part of their religion, is actually against the law. Uh, let's get real. And uh, it's just one more attempt uh, to cancel Christianity, to make fun of those of us who are for life by uh, emphasizing people that are for death. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, that's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. Music.